to the FX Money Show. I'm Nick and I'm your host. If you're a new trader, you'll find a powerful approach here while experienced traders are sure to discover some intensely dynamic analysis. This show is the culmination of my 30-year career dissecting everything for an exchange. I break it down to the how, why, and when of trading opportunities. In each episode, we'll visit with traders on their path towards top levels of trading performance. While the show's focus is on FX markets and global money flow, you'll also find us dissecting political shenanigans in DC's failed bureaucracy. So subscribe, then sit back and enjoy the show. The service of the FX Money Show is to provide foundational educational content to trading listeners of foreign exchange and other financial markets. Anything expressed in the FX Money Show by its producers or guests is educational in nature and no way constitutes advice. You must understand the risks associated with trading financial products and use only risk capital. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Nick. Let's roll on. So today is May 30th, 2022. And as far as I can remember, I think the Nazis were obliterated. There might be some residual, but um, we are in a free world. Uh, so with that being said, we're going to jump into an intense course starting tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. If you have not registered yet for the course, please do so. Uh, it's completely free, and what it will do is build your trading confidence and simply rock the boat, flip the script, turn the tables, and yank the carpet from underneath the bankers. Uh, now, what I've been doing over the last uh, just nearly three decades is exposing market transparency where it should be uh, and obliterating that opacity that the bankers have been trying to present to everyone. Um, so let's briefly go over what the course is going to provide. And we'll start with Tuesday and discuss how foreign exchange rates move, you know, what causes them to move from a data-proven approach. Now, we can discuss this briefly, and we can state that, look, foreign exchange rates move as a result of international or cross-border money flow. And this is not currency strengths or anything else. It's just the cross-border money flow. The end result is that currency strength meters might you know move in in a direction uh, you might get some you know some changes but money flow is what causes all markets to move whether it's foreign exchange whether it's equities whether it's bonds commodities you know the agricultural or financial volume is what moves because of money all right and prices change as a result of that volume so foreign exchange rates move because of money flow, right? But we're going to show you with data how that takes place. And that gives us a heads up onto what price action is going to do, uh, which we'll discuss a little bit more on Thursday. But everything that we do is focused on market transparency. 
So if we understand from the perspective of a neutral or an auction theory environment, uh, we understand that market sentiment is what moves first. What is sentiment? Well, sentiment is that psychological footprint of what traders are going to do uh, before they do it. Then, once they actually trigger and become aggressive in their stance, that is what sends volume to the market. And as a result of that volume approaching the market, prices change. So, we think about this all the time, we discuss it all the time. Sentiment moves volume, volume governs what the prices do. Um, so price action, in fact, is lagging what the institutional participants are doing within sentiment and volume. So on Wednesday, we'll talk about when the foreign exchange rates move. So we talk about how they move tomorrow, when they move on Wednesday. And we're also going to go into a little bit of a tangent in a discussion of the power of standardized value. What is standardized value? It's normalized. It's put on a basis um, or an equal uh, field so we can compare apples to apples. The euro being one apple, maybe the Swiss franc being another apple. We want to look at those in terms of standardized value so we can tell when one has more money flow into it and another has money flow either a lesser value into it or in fact money flow out of it because this is what's going to tell us when the exchange rates move we talked about how they move tomorrow so wednesday we'll discuss when they move and the power of standardized value we will then go into market volume and the connection that market volume has to price. Now, I've already said that volume leads the market price. So this, on Wednesday, we're going to detail exactly how it leads with data. Right? Then we'll also talk about sentiment, because I've already mentioned that sentiment leads price as well. But we're going to talk about that marriage between sentiment and price. We'll then eventually dive into... On Thursday, the marriage between sentiment, volume, and price, and that is what I call our three-step rules. We'll also dive in, dissect, present the statistical reliability of this setup, if you will. The setup gives us that read of market sentiment before volume kicks in. Volume then kicks in, and it changes direction, and as a result, traders around the world, and I'm kind of segregating retail traders, retail traders around the world then see sentiment and or they don't see the sentiment volume, but retails, retail traders, then retail traders around the world see price changing direction. But this is long after institutional participants have already recognized a change in sentiment and volume. Right. So then Friday, we talk about sound trading principles and some trading rules to live by, which will keep you on the resilient side of the market uh, in a big way. Saturday, which is typically what I hold as a weekend warrior session, we will discuss capital allocation programs and funding solutions. This is where many of you registered uh, for the instruction on how to build a resilient 
investment portfolio using exclusively other people's money and how this portfolio was going to develop returns well in excess of any nominal cost that you might experience or might have to afford. Um, this is wealth building, and this is the same thing that the financial institutions around the world have done for years on years. And think about this. They pay you a half a percent interest, if that, maybe 1% interest if you're lucky. Now, we're going to pay less than that to obtain an equal amount of capital, a half percent, 1%. And then that capital base of 100 times that, 200 times that, is going to be utilized as our portfolio, digital entry. We don't need the cash. We just need a viable solution to present us or allow us access to the capital. And then we build our portfolio and returns based upon that. Now, there are no limitations to that. The only limitation is what you decide that you want. So whether you think you need 200,000, 300,000, a half a million or a million, that is completely up to you. And we're going to provide you all of the technology to connect those services together and trade all of them at the same time. Now, keep in mind that there's a strategy to do this. Uh, there's a strategy to obtain that capital solution, those allocations of capital. It's the strategy that works, that gives you that resilient return. And we go through all of that. So by time you are ready to build your portfolio, you are completely prepared to do so with the analysis, with the knowledge, the education, and everything else along the way in order to do so and build those resilient returns. So we do have an alternate day on Sunday, just in case anything comes up, a big storm or anything else, uh, or maybe even the attendees want to and attendees and course participants want to extend it and i'm completely fine in extending the course to another you know q a session etc etc but on saturday we'll also talk about fair market access versus direct market access um, this is a, a a big uh value day because it really exposes how the market's been constructed to be intentionally bias against the retail trader. So if we know these things, if we know these conditions, and if we understand how the market is built against us, uh, we can then better arm ourselves rolling into the future. So that's it for the course wrap up. Uh, let's talk about some other things. Regulations. Now, scattered around the world, uh, anyone who trades foreign exchange is subject to regulations, and that's fine. But let's discuss how those regulations got there. Now, I hate to be the, the sour apple in the bunch, but uh, regulations are in play because of, for the most part, political shenanigans. Now, what qualifies as political shenanigans? Political shenanigans can be anything from um, lobbying and politicians swaying to lobbyists, you know, deep pocket donations uh, and the pressures to create regulatory framework that does in fact favor one participant over the other. Now, foreign exchange is meant to be a free market. 
you know, it's meant to be fair market versus, you know, fair market access and give us direct market access, which is kind of critical to trading um, on a professional level. But regulations are in play or in place because deep pocket donations, political favors. You do this and I'll do that. You know, the, the, the bartering and the, the trading of votes. And this happens all the time. It happens all the time. It's not, you know, it's not anything we want to happen. It just, there's no way to, there's no way to really uncover the, the backdoor deals. Um, but anyway, so regulations look at uh, first in, first out for traders. You know, first in, first out is absurd. It's absurd. What it is meant to do is make it more difficult for you to trade and cause you to take losses. There's no transparency initiative within first in, first out. It's just meant to make you take losses and make it more difficult for you to trade while eligible contract participants, ECPs, who are in fact the majority of market makers do not have that same requirement because they're making markets and not subject to retail regulations. And that's just improper. Improper in so many ways and it is intentionally favoring the deep pocket donors because they are in fact working for the banks. So that's a discussion. We'll also talk over the course of the week of what fair market access is and not just how the market is constructed against us, but some of the things that brokerages offer you in terms of their solicitations. And we'll uncover a lot of those and we'll discover uh, which one of those are outright lies? Which one of those are technical misrepresentations? Which one of those are just meant to pull your money from your wallet and put that money in uh, the broker's um, uh, clearing account? But we might even discuss the connection between you and the wholesale market. And that includes the broker and any subsidiary conduit and that conduit's connection to either institutional ECNs or the wholesale market directly uh, through interbank uh, dealing systems. Uh, so we'll talk about that, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, let's see. What else? So what can you expect from the course. Well, whether you've traded before or not, I assure you that you'll be able to walk circles around internet experts. And while I don't claim to be an expert, I've been at this a few decades and I know what works and why it works and how it works and what causes things to move, but it's a much simpler approach when you dissect the market enough 
to know what causes it to move and why and how, to then overlay a strategy on that approach rather than try to put lagging historical studies on your charts and guess where the market's going to go or build curve-fitted algorithms because curve-fitted algorithms you know don't change with the market and your analysis is only as good as its ability to keep you away from the market as much as it is in the market so if your strategy needs to be turned off because market conditions have changed well then it's not a resilient strategy and what you're trying to do is adapt to a changing market that is dynamic, but yet you're doing it in a static approach. And that's what causes your algorithm to lose profitability or accuracy um, over time. But if your strategy is truly dynamic, all it's merely doing, and this is the simplicity of it, all it's really doing is understanding that microstructure sufficiently enough to adapt to any price change. Now, I've said in previous episodes that when I started trading foreign exchange, I wanted to identify what caused the market to move at every turn. And the middle ground was merely filler. And that middle ground does, in fact, carry some statistical reliability and trending, if you will, with patterns. But it's the tops and the bottoms where the money are made. Right? And that's where, if you identify those tops and the bottoms, and hint, hint, sentiment and volume, then the middle ground can be traded with ease, with a lot of ease. And that's our objective. Present the transparency that we know, make it visually friendly, very visually friendly, and put all of that into whether it's technical studies, some people call them indicators. I prefer to categorize indicators as the lagging historical style of indicators or trading models. Trading models have a more real-time um, result and they analyze everything on the fly and whether that's price action, whether it's volume and whether it's sentiment. We know that sentiment leads you know, the, the volume, and we know that volume leads the price action. So for us, really, the price action is just recognizing the change in price based upon maybe a previous low in volume or maybe a previous low in sentiment. And in the marriage of sentiment and price or volume and price, when those things change in tandem, then you have something with price that you can actually use and recognize. Other than that, we can turn the price candles off and trade all day long. Because we're not relying on the price. We're relying on the forces that cause the market to move. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe, uh, follow the show, and by all means, reach out to us on iForex.market or even on Telegram. Anyone that wants to you know, improve their strategy, by all means, again, just, just reach out and I'll bring you on the show and we'll show you the difference. So, uh, so long, take care. We'll see you in the next one. You just listened to an episode of the FX Money Show.
Every day I teach traders around the world proper market analysis that drives their confidence through the roof. Subscribe to our podcast, enjoy the show, and discover your inner trader.